Pints and Bites Podcast is the perfect wrestling podcast. There's a guy named Al and there's Danielle and this guy Tights and Fights Fudria! Tights and Fights Machka! <laughs> Welcome to Tights and Fights, the show that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that deserves. I didn't do the songs, I think I did it before. Did I do it before, Julian? That was good uh, enough. No. I, I did too. Don't lie to me. Why would you lie? He's a liar. He's a liar. Maybe okay, I'm lying. I don't, I don't know. For you guys this week, so it's just yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> just something. Look at this. Oh, hold. Yeah. I'm Hal Lublin. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine Hal Lublin in Bulgarian or Russian. Uh, I gotta say, this is my first time on the show. Already yeah. very disappointed. Yeah. I don't get, I don't get terrible, music up right? top. Don't get a nickname. Oh, you have a nickname. It's, oh, I got. Okay. We have no nickname. Okay, great. I'll be... I do have a Bulgarian name though, because my book is available in Bulgarian, so I'm covered. What? Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm just Lindsay Kalkova. <laughs> oh, oh I'm Hal Lublinov. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's good. I haven't been introduced yet, so I can't do that yet. That voice you heard, and I'll let you give yourself, you can have your own Bulgarian name. Oh, great. You're a writer for Cartoon Network. I'm going to tell you your credits. Great, thank you. For DreamWorks. Uh (laughs) Among many other things, we'll talk about a book that you wrote called uh, Pain by the Authors of Pain in just a second. But that voice is Joey the whole damn showy Clift. Ah, uh, that's a good nickname, like Joey that. Klifnikov. I guess that's there a Bulgarian is. nickname. That's correct. Yeah, that's right. It's me. It's me. It's that J O E Y. Welcome to Tights and Fights. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm a big fan of the show, so I'm definitely excited to talk wrestling with you guys. Yay. Well, thank you. We're gonna we're gonna talk about a bunch of fun stuff. Great, but great, great. We're gonna start with you. Oh, finally, <laughs> it's me, Hal Lublinov. <laughs> Just talking. Uh, first of all, I want to hear a little bit about uh, Pain by the Authors of Pain. And then, and then I want to talk to you about your wrestling fandom. Uh, okay, so I believe it was like 2016, 2017, um, when the Authors of Pain um, debuted in NXT. I think they won the NXT tag titles around this time. I realized, hey, wait a second. They're called the Authors of Pain, but they've never written a book called Pain. So why are they called that? <laughs> so, um, you know, I did what you do in that situation. And I was like, I'm going to write it for them. <laughs> so uh, I basically reached out to um, like 30 uh, super funny, like uh, super funny professional wrestling fan comedy writers. People like Matt McCarthy from We Watch Wrestling. Um, like uh, Dino Winwood from PWG. Um, the the Kayfabe News guy. R.D. Reynolds from WrestleCrap. And um, I basically reached out to them and said, hey, will you write just like a professional wrestling poem from the perspective of the authors of pain for this poetry book? And everybody said yes. So we put the book together. Um, It's uh, it's basically like if the authors of pain wrote a really bad book of poetry that was edited by their manager at the time, Paul O'Learing, this would be that book. Um, We we posted on Amazon and... um, it made it, uh, it was on the front page of R Squared Circle and all that, but it also was a number one bestseller in both the professional wrestling category and the poetry categories <laughs> on Amazon. Um, you can, uh, you can check it out. not doomed. Everything yeah, yeah, is yeah. great. Yeah, I did it. I beat literally better selling than Shakespeare that take day. Take that, Wordsworth. Uh, yeah, take that, suck Wordsworth. Suck it, Yates. Yeah, suck it, Yates. These are all, you know, suck it, 
uh, other poetry people who I can't think of right now. <laughs> yeah, Robert Frost. Uh, this is yeah, literally Frost. why Keats. I did my English degree, just yeah, yeah. for us to have this great. one moment. Um, so, uh, browning my ass. Yeah. It's great. You're fine. Um, but you can check it out. I mean, I don't know. Like, it's the sort of thing that I feel weird charging money for. Because so, I don't own the authors of pain. I'm not a, I'm not a WWE person. Uh, so you can check it out if you want to listen to it. If you want to read it, there's a free PDF of it on supercolliderpress.com. Super Collider is their finisher, so I figure that's what their press would be called. And uh, the I also got Colt Cabana to uh, record the audio book for it. Uh, I emailed him about it. He was immediately on board. Um, so you can listen to that. It's on, if you go to supercolliderpress.com, there's a link to it. Um, if you want a hard copy, uh, you can buy them on Amazon for like four bucks. Uh, at the time, a friend of mine was a writer for WB, and he actually gave the authors of pain copies of the book, and they signed a copy for me, and they seemed very confused by the whole thing, <laughs> but, uh, you know, generally appreciative. So, uh, shout out to uh, my friend Matt Mazzani, who uh, gave Paul Ellering a copy of this weird poetry book <laughs> that maybe he still has, but yeah, I don't know, superclarepress.com yeah. to a place to yeah. read that for free. <laughs> As a wrestling fantastic. fan and an author and someone who worked in publishing, this is very much my shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. literally read Venn diagram of all. Of oh, great! Right. You should uh, <laughs> like, check this it out. Is joyous. Thanks. It's three ninety nine on Amazon. I get twenty cents for every sale. Hey, that's not a bad royalty. No. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're doing well. When did the love affair with wrestling start? Um, okay, so I can point it to the exact moment would be, I believe it was 1991, 1992, specifically the um, Macho Man Randy Savage, Jake the Snake Roberts feud. Oh, yeah. I remember when I was, I want to say like preschool, kindergarten, or early elementary school, I forget exactly when, but um, the moment in the feud when Macho Man Randy Savage was tied up in the ropes and Jake the Snake brought out Damien and made Damien bite Macho Man Randy Savage in the arm. looking snake I've ever seen in my life. He's got it too close to it. Keep it away from it. That snake is put. Wait a minute, the snake is running. Oh, the snake is biting it. The snake is biting it. I'm out of here. Roddy Piper on his way to get some help. The snake is gnawing on the arm of Brandy Savage, who's helpless, tied in the ropes. All I can say is that snake better be defenomized. It better be. I was literally like, you know, six, seven year olds flipping through the channels, saw this, and I was like, what the hell? <laughs> this is insane. Is this allowed to be on TV? Uh, and then, like, I think at the schoolyard the next day, I was like going up to friends and just like, you guys seeing this shit? <laughs> and, like, and then I was just, you know, pretty much hooked ever since. Were you like, Jake the Snake is awesome? He's got a snake that will attack people? No, I was like, who's this evil man? Okay. Because you never know, like, who you're going to gravitate towards as a child. Generally, you're predisposed to, like, the baby faces. Yeah. I mean, I think that I was just... Uh, I think that I was just very confused as to why nobody was in jail for this. <laughs> this is just uh, breaking all of my rules as a child of how I understand the, ro- the world works. And then did you just stay tight on it and watch it? Re- have you watched it regularly since then? Are there breaks that you've taken in so, that time? Because we're, we're covering, what, 20, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four, years 90, I'm 97 yeah. years old. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Looking great. Yeah. Oh, thank yeah. you. I Look appreciate you. it. Look, I'm a, I'm a best-selling poetry author. That's, that's right. just That's, that's that what's keeping keep me going. Yeah. 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 Poetry keep keeps you young. young. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you get it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I'm one of those guys that has been, I would say... For the most part, I've paid attention to it. I definitely, like, I feel like, you know, wrestling is, you know, this crazy long thing. So, yeah. you know, I'll go through breaks where, like, I'll 
you know, maybe just read the spoilers for like, you know, a year or two. Sure. Um, like, I feel like I took a break in the definitely like, you know, kind of like that mid 2000s ruthless aggression kind of dead period when it's just like, you know, uh, the con man, Rob Conway, was main eventing. Or yep. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, not to disrespect Rob Conway. I'm sure he's a great guy, good wrestler. Um, uh, <laughs> we Rob, don't know that. Rob Conway, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry, you're great. Um, <laughs> so I took, you know, a couple breaks here and there. And then now there's just so much wrestling out there that I kind of like dip in and out on different promotions. But I try to just genuinely like, you know, pay attention, keep my finger on the pulse of all the cool shit that's happening. During the Monday Night Wars, you're like, at that point, you're in your, your early teens. Is yeah, that right? yeah, And And you got in on WWF at the time. Yeah. Did you stay with them or were you sort of jumping back and forth? Because, you know, obviously Randy Savage goes to WCW. I mean, I was I was one of those people that was like fully indoctrinated team WWF. Mm-hmm. Like I, I remember like literally uh, when the Mick Foley Hell in a Cell match happened with The Undertaker um, like friends of mine that lived in my like apartment complex that were WCW people. I literally like took them into my uh, my duplex that I lived in, turned on that match, and I was like, "Can Diamond Dallas Page do that?" <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like I was literally, and like you know, now I go back and watch like you know all the great cruiserweight shit that was happening on on WCW. I'm sure you have a lot like... more respect for his downward dog these days. So, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, can big... he do that? No, but can his like, <laughs> heels touch the floor? Yes. Yeah, yeah. But can he yes, can he can. walk downstairs without pain? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He can go from canes to running marathons. Yeah, yeah. DP yeah. yoga, it's been proven. <laughs> Um, there was uh, I, uh, I'm in a couple I've been in a couple of sketch groups that have uh, shot stuff at the YouTube space and I remember there was one time I was uh, at the YouTube space and I saw DDP walking through the hallway probably shooting a DDP yoga thing and for the rest of it like I literally started sweating I was uh-huh. just like oh is he gonna diamond cutter somebody <laughs> <laughs> is this grown can it be me yeah can it be me <laughs> can, will this grown man in his 50s do a wrestling move <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I like that any time you see a wrestler, there's just an eminent threat of attack. I mean, they're really like I'm. I'm a comedy writer. I work in the entertainment industry. There's not a lot of people that I like geek out on as yeah. you know, in celebrities because I work with celebrities all the time. But whenever I meet like uh, just like a short list of wrestlers that I watched growing up, I'm just like, oh, is the Undertaker going to choke slam somebody? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're the only group of people that I get nervous around. I get yeah, to go, yeah, yeah. I go to a convention in Pensacola every year, and they have me do the Q and A's for wrestlers. Yeah, so I've met like Lita. I met Christian last yeah. year, and I'm always so nervous to meet them yeah. because it's just different. They're like, they're larger than life in a way we rarely see behind the mask. Now we do a lot right. more, but yeah. growing up, they were who they were. Yeah. All Rowdy Roddy Piper, for all we knew, was smashing coconuts over everybody's head <laughs> everywhere he went. But I think that the deal with that is that like professional wrestlers, for all intents and purposes, in character exist within our reality. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you see, um, you know, if you see Keanu Reeves, you're not seeing Neo from The Matrix, you're seeing Keanu Reeves. Right. But if you see The Undertaker, you're like, oh, shit, that's the guy that killed Yokozuna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> and he's buying cornflakes at this buying, rally. Yeah, don't cornflakes. underestimate the power of true fandom, too. It's mm-hmm. like, people will be like, oh, it's so embarrassing when you're marked out over this thing. It's like, but you love that means you love that thing. Yeah, I love that we can still do that. Like that we love this thing so much that you would still hold this person in such high esteem that it would make you nervous to meet them. That's awesome. Oh yeah, I mean, like the one of the few times I've ever been nervous on stage uh, as a comedian was like uh, Dolph Ziggler super kicked me at the end of a comedy show, and I I feel like <laughs> punch wh- him in the nuts. Oh 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I turned on him. I, I shot on him, brother. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's like I remember like beforehand. 
and just like having a very nervous conversation with them where I'm just like, how do you want me to, how do you, how do you want me to sell this? Is it like, you know, yeah. should I, should I do a false sale? Do you want me to do like Shawn Michaels? Like, you know, <laughs> just like, and it's like, Were he was like. Were you allowed to use such gimmick language around the man? I mean, I think that while I was saying that language, I was apologizing. I was just like, look, I know I'm not a worker, but like. <laughs> <laughs> I know I can't say just this. Like, I gotta, like, you know, is I got, it okay, like, please? Like, I don't, I don't want to expose the business, sir, sir, <laughs> sir, sir, Mr. Ziegler. <laughs> Mr. Ziegler, sir, please. Yeah, what, yeah. what was his response? How did he? Uh, he was just like, yeah, man, it'll be fine. <laughs> and then he actually kicked you and you yeah. went to the hospital. Oh, yeah. And then he, oh, yeah, and then he shot on me. He, yeah. uh, he yeah. really went into business for himself, gave me a concussion. Yeah. And he's like, don't you ever speak to me about the <laughs> yeah, business. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's just like, you're not a worker. You've never taken a bump. Uh, <laughs> I, still would have been nicer than the chat I had with him. Anyway, moving on. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, know, I, I did a corporate gig once with Goldberg where it was Goldberg and The Miz. At a time when Goldberg was on the outs with WWE. Oh, cool. The people who booked it didn't know that. And right. the Miz got in trouble. <laughs> that was like what he was doing is run with our truth. And then he oh, I think I remember this. I think I remember this. Yeah, that I was there at that event. Oh, congrats. And, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I, I ruined you, you the ruined Miz's career for a little while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Goldberg was supposed to pick me up and put me over his shoulder and carry me up onto the stage. And I, I'm a heavy guy. I was heavy then as well. So I looked at him. I was like, I'm kind of heavy. Are you okay lifting me? And he looked at me like... I was from Mars. First of all, like the nicest guy, but he was like, "Really? You don't think I can pick you up?" And then he picked me up like I like I was his little baby. Uh, up on stage. That's all any of us want, right? Yeah, but, right. I, but man, I would love to be super kicked. That would uh, be amazing. When he carried you, when he picked you up, is that the safest that you've ever felt in your life? Yes. Yeah. I was like, he could do this forever. I was just like, <laughs> I feel so comforted right now. Yeah, he's so strong, and then he put me down so like. Yeah, yeah, and then he patted nice. me on the head, and I was just like, I, I get it. Yeah. A, you're better than Stone Cold. <laughs> and then I, yeah, I haven't stopped crying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're crying. Yeah. Oh, right yeah, now. yeah. You, uh, yeah, you're a drinking full... water right now to <laughs> just keep, to because you got to have water in and water out. I don't. The urine is powder at this point. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know that's um, gross to say. But uh, I'm sorry you had a bad experience with Ziggler. Uh, uh, I mean, it's fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. His brother is super nice. I, I've only had wonderful interactions with his brother. Yeah, his brother but his brother not, yeah. wasn't at a WrestleMania press mixer where he did not want to be, which is where I met Oh, him. got oh, it. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, you know it's a press mixer. Stop being a dick. But uh, <laughs> oh, he got it. did not want to stop being a dick. <laughs> well, I, I've been but then Brie Bella saved the day. It's a great story oh, that I probably shouldn't <laughs> tell the fuck Eh, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, it was fine. She was drunk and came over and was just like, what is he saying? Is he being an asshole? Don't listen to a word he says. Right. And then like swept away with a bucket of red wine in her hand. And I'm like, I'm going that way. Oh, that's This has been fun. a great interaction. I'm trying to interview you for Glamour Magazine, but I'm going to go that way because that's where the party is. Oh, I get And then it. I talked to her about American football and basketball for like Yay, 20 minutes, even though fun. both of us were like, we don't know anything about it. Yay. <laughs> that's super fun. It was the best. Love it. She, yeah. I, I would only want to get drunk with Brie Bella. <laughs> <laughs> it's the way forward, you Brie guys. Mode. Brimo, yeah, Brimo, IRL. Yeah, yeah. Joy, what are you watching regularly right now? Because there's so much out there. Uh, I've quit my job and I'm watching everything. Yay! <laughs> Congratulations! Yay! Yay! Dream. Yay. Uh, yeah, God, there's so much professional wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> it genuinely makes me nervous because it's like there's. It's not just that there's so much wrestling. There's so much good wrestling. Yes, which um, is nice. To prepare for the show, I, I watched pretty much everything. I've been, yeah. and like, oh, you really shouldn't have. Oh yeah. Well, you know, I was just like, oh, <laughs> I should know. Were you nervous? We were gonna like quiz you on something. Like, yeah. <laughs> what'd you think of blah blah blah? Then you go, I also like that. Well, person. I, I guess it's just I'm like you know I'm a, I'm a legit wrestling fan, yeah. so I didn't necessarily. Want to be like, oh, oh, yeah, Baron Corbin, he's doing good stuff. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like I want to be able to speak from an educated place about like stuff. Sure. Um, so this Someone week, should. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so this week, God, I watched fucking. Oh wait, can I say the F word? Yeah. Oh yes, uh, please so, you know, do with uh, Wild Oh yeah, yeah. Um, 
So I watched, I don't know, like 14 hours, 16, maybe 20 hours of wrestling this oh, week. Sweet. Too much. I used to try to keep up on the main roster and watch NXT, but honestly, like, after, I mean, like, after, like, Kofi was done so dirty, right. I was just like, eh, maybe I'm just going to read the spoilers for on SmackDown for a little while. Mm-hmm. So um, that's kind of where I'm at. NXT, I, um, you know, I pay attention to. I don't necessarily watch it every week. AEW is the show that I'm, like, appointment viewing, watch live. Yeah. AEW is great. AEW Dark. I'm loving, you know, being the elite. All of the kind of like ancillary AEW stuff is great. So that's that's the group that I'm just like, you know, full, you know, quote unquote, all in on right now. Um, <laughs> but other than that, like I'm somebody that like I pay attention to, you know, NJPW, like, you know, AAA. Like I, I try to see indie stuff as much as I can. Like GCW is great. PWG, of course. Um, yeah. I think that in terms of just like trying to be a, you know, a productive adult. <laughs> Uh, AEW is the only one that I like really make time for, but there's a lot of good shit. And I definitely, you know, watch the takeovers, watch the pay-per-views when I can, you know, stuff like that. Who, who's your favorite wrestler of all time and who do you like right now? Of all time, I feel like probably The Undertaker just because like, I mean, he's kind of like the one that like I really like. The Macho Man feud was the one that like kind of, you know, got me interested. But, you know, like. Mick Foley, his like uh, late '90s WWE like title run was great. Yeah. Um, I would say that like right now, my favorite wrestler is I'm gonna say Orange Cassidy. Yeah, just because like he's so I don't know, he's so fun. Like I really like his gimmick and like something that like something like I, I always like to talk about with Orange Cassidy is like I feel like a lot of old school wrestling guys will say like, oh, he's exposing the business, it's fake wrestling or whatever, and. I think that he's actually a really fresh take on like a classic archetype that existed in re- in a like kind of media in a while, mm-hmm. and that's sort of like the drunken master archetype. He's the right. guy. He's the guy that's like so good that just like that he does not feel like he needs to apply himself. He's a high school student that feels like he can half ass his way to a D minus to pass a class, but like if he tries, he gets an A. Yeah. Um, and he's somebody that like. I'm really excited for, I know he's done it on the indies with like the David Starr feud and stuff like that, but I'm really excited for him to like kind of kick into that gear in AEW and just like, you know, he wrestles Pac in a one-on-one match and Pac thinks it's going to be a squash and then Orange Cassidy like turns around and just like does the most crazy Lucha stuff. And you're like, oh, this guy's secretly an amazing wrestler. He's just lazy. Love it. Yeah. And he's also got like, uh, I'm not sure if you guys have seen on the indies. Whenever he wins a title, instead of carrying it around his waist, he carries it to the ring in a Jansport backpack yes. and lazily pulls it out. <laughs> it's like, oh, I want to see him do that with the AEW tag titles or world title or something. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. I love it. If you got any thoughts on what we've discussed with Joey so far, connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Links to those, they're in our show notes. You already knew that. We'll be back after this break to talk about the greatest holiday of all time and the two people behind it. That's up next on Tights and Fights. Guys, guess what we did? We did that thing that you wanted. Yeah, you asked for this. You wanted the t-shirt. Now it's your job to go buy it. Go to maxfunstore.com and get the official tights and fights t-shirt. All cuts, all sizes, for all ages, all identities, all anything. Yeah, if you like that one that Kelk was wearing, I think for WrestleMania, this is what, that's what it looks like. So go get it and put our logo on your chest. Yes, it is the holiday season. Get yourself or someone you love a gift. The gift of the Tyson Fights t-shirt, only at MaxFunStore.com. Dead Pilot Society brings you exclusive readings of comedy pilots that were never made, featuring actors like Patton Oswalt. So the vampire from the future sleeps in the dude's studio during the day, and they hunt monsters at night. It's Blade meets the odd couple. <laughs> Adam Scott and Jane Levy. Come on, Corey. 
She's too serious, too businessy. She doesn't know the hokey pokey. Well, she'll learn what it's all about. <laughs> Busy Phillips and Dave Keckner. Baby, this is family. My Uncle Tell, who showed his wiener to Cinderella at Disneyland, is family. Do you want him staying with us? He did stay with us for three months. And he was a delight. <laughs> a new pilot every month, only on Dead Pilot Society for maximum fun. Ties and Bites Podcast. Ties and Bites. Welcome back to Tights and Bites. I'm Hal Lublin. I'm joined today by... Lindsay Kelt. And Joey Cliff. Correct. This week, we're going to give one corner of the wrestling world some extra attention. This is our main event. Let's get ready to... <laughs> Whoa! Oh, it never gets old. I still love I it. I love how much you love that. I know. Every time, I know it's coming. I know it's coming. <laughs> but I remember the second before. That's how I know. So, I forget. I, I, I gotta ask, what's the stipulation of this main event? Are we are we doing a cage match? Is a ladder match? Yeah, false count anywhere. False count anywhere. But it's oh, in okay. a cage. <laughs> we have nowhere to go. But we don't have any fluorescent tubes, so I mean that's So is it really wrestling? I <laughs> know, <laughs> it's true. It's true. I is mean it? we have a mic stand. Yeah, we do have yeah. a mic stand. We can Emmy we'll, we'll Sakura this thing. One of Vince McMahon's favorite archetypes is the unbeatable foreign monster. WWE's had a lot of versions of the act over the years, but one of the most recent that has gone through twists that no one could have <laughs> Sorry, seen coming. I know it's not, but that really just sounds like we're dumbing it with theme praise. Like, one of the most recent. <laughs> this, of all of them, this one happened most recently. <laughs> and I stand by that. Of all of the ones that we've seen, this was one of them. Yeah, <laughs> this one is still happening. Yeah, but I feel like Dijakovic was like the same, I don't know, it's one of the more recent ones. One Not of the, the more recent, <laughs> just more recent. One of the... We are poking holes in your script, yeah. Julian. This will not hold water. I'm so disappointed. One of the ones that's happened in the last seven years <laughs> is Rusev and Lana. Nobody cares about Dijak. Don't, don't despair. Dude. I so do. He's a precious boy like, from heaven. He's a great wrestler. His Keith Lee matches are beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Rusev. And his white... Supremacy angle was only slightly <laughs> foolish. It was only yeah, was, uh, I'm glad that they st- buried Ooh, that. Yeah, <laughs> that was a good idea. Pull away from the blood away. imagery and the eugenics language. Yeah, don't Yikes. do that. It's all good. I all wanted good. to do senogenics language. Remember that program with the really uh, muscular old guy in Sky Mall? I want to see was him doing newgenics language, which you can get from GNC. There you uh, go. Or from like texting the word. I don't know what the word is. But... New. Um, six five seven one four. Uh, I don't know another Genix thing, so I'm just gonna say I want to just be really into gummy bears. I want that to be his new gimmick. Also good. Also yeah, yeah. Good. These taste like pineapple. Yeah, these mm. taste like white supremacy. <laughs> this is good. She'll oh wait, like did I bring it, it back? Yeah, oh yikes. No. Yo, yeah, oh, I just I, I said what I was thinking again. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid Dijakovic. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> anyway, we're, we're going to take a look at the careers of Lana and Rusev so far, including what's worked. Long live Mother Russia. Long live the super athlete Rusev. And most recently, <laughs> this is so recent. Welcome to the most recent podcast about wrestling. This is happening up to the minute. In fact, I live inside your phone. Everything I'm saying I'm looking at you. I'm looking at you now. I can hear you. What are you thinking? I already know. Stop dropping us. It hurts. (laughs) Put a shirt on, please. You're in your car. Uh, We're going to look at what hasn't worked as well. You need to calm down. You better not even take any more 
just to start off, generally, how do we feel about Rusev and Lana? Generally, I have loved Rusev and Lana. I love Rusev. I will die for handsome Rusev. (laughs) I love him so much. I love him on WWE programming. I love him on Ride Along. I love him on Total Divas. Mm -hmm. I love Rusev. I love him on Dollar Store commercials. Like, I love Rusev. I will take all my Rusev however I can get him. Um, The Lana of it all is so much more conflicting and problematic for me. It started with strong and unabiding love. uh, And now it's somewhere very confusing where I am just really struggling. But I do like her dogs, so... The wrestles with dogs are always fun. They got um, a new one. Love dogs. Great. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, Joey? Also, I, uh, I, I, a couple episodes ago, I heard you guys go on to talk about uh, wrestlers with cats, and I just gotta say, I'm all in on Aleister Black and uh, Selena <laughs> Vega. A, I, <laughs> I, I took it back. I was like, you know what? Yeah, I yeah, spoke yeah. too soon. Six yeah. cats. Depending on the size of your house, maybe six cats is great. I just yeah. worry they're not home enough to like give enough love to all I mean, six cats. But that's that's why you get six cats, though, so they yeah. can give each other I love. No, my cats are very needy. I speak from uh, the perspective of someone who has cats that like need a lot of one-on-one snuggle time. Maybe their cats are like, no, fuck you guys. We have got this. Because their cats are going to take over the world. Hey, are you in the LA Underground Cat Network on Facebook? Possibly. Oh, it's a <laughs> Facebook group I created for Los Angeles comedians to share pictures of their cats. It's got 11,000 members. <laughs> like, uh, I have never performed comedy live but I would like to tangentially join. At this point, comedians is a loose. It's like that's the kindest thing anyone has ever said to me. You can loosely define yourself as a comedian to join a Facebook group about cats. Yeah, I'll allow it. I have a cat called Anderson Cooper. That's comedy. Oh, that's cute. Does it it have gray fur? He is a silver fox. Yeah. Oh, you show me pictures Uh, afterwards. I I want to see it. Yeah. I'm gonna agree with I'm gonna agree with you on a lot on those points on Rusev. I think that he's a really great wrestler in the ring. His matches with Nakamura were probably Nakamura's some of his best on the main roster. You know, he's got all the goods, and he just he seems like just a goof, like in the sense of like. Does he just seem like a happy guy who loves his life? Yeah, like at the divorce segment, you know, a week or two ago on Raw, he was wearing a Daffy Duck T-shirt, which was the respect that divorce segment deserved. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) With with Lana, okay, so this is gonna maybe be a controversial statement, but. I think that she is the most well-booked and logically booked and compelling story that modern wrestling has had in the past 10 years. It is like, a I, bold statement, I think, and I very much look forward to hearing yeah, you so, explain so, it. I think that it's to the level, maybe not the most well-booked, but it's like top five along with like Golden Lovers, along with Gargano Ciampa. And I think that... Her story is the story of um, a woman learning to find her confidence. <laughs> okay. And um, by that, and like her flaw is that she constantly finds herself having to define herself by the men that she's with. So, um, you know, when she debuted, um, she uh, was with Rusev and she adopted like, you know, a, like a Russian accent and like was very focused on, you know, being Rusev's valet. When she split off to um, partner with Dolph Ziggler, she like dropped the accent and dressed kind of like more Hollywood. Now that she's with Lashley, she's definitely like, you know, dressing like garish, kind of like more similar to like, you know, to like Lashley's gear and stuff like that. And it's like those kind of track all of the points of like she's a standard valet. But if you think about it, like when she became a singles wrestler, it was very clear that she was like an unconfident person learning to believe in herself with Rusev being, um, you know, I guess like a supportive husband who was trying not to take her spotlight. Mm-hmm. So that includes moments like um, when they did the Mixed Max, Max Challenge, and I think it was 2017, when the audience was chanting Rusev Day whenever she was in the ring, and Rusev caught a and promo saying, saying, Lana is the saying best. yeah, and Lana's Lana the best, number Lana number one. one. 
uh, had really Lana cool. Day shows. But and like, had, yes. Yeah, like it was. It was beautiful. Point. It was yeah. a lovely show of genuine support. Yeah, and yeah. like, and then it got to the point where like Rusev stopped accompanying her to the ring in matches, but still had Aiden English give her just these awesome, really empowering mm-hmm. ring introductions. Um, you know, she uh, she was clearly somebody with her like you know wrestling vignettes that that WWE was trying to paint as kind of like you know a stereotypical just like you know like how they would uh, how they would book like you know a. a a diva, for lack of a better term. Yeah, not, she like, was definitely wrestler. a diva throwback. Yeah. I would say that's a very uh, fair thing to say. But she was somebody that, like, clearly really, like, gave a shit in the middle of the ring. And, like, you know, she's not as, like, well-developed as, like, you know, the Becky Lynch's or whatever. And she, like, when she won her first match in the ring, it's the first time and I think the only time that she's literally cried in the middle of the ring, screaming, I can't believe I won a match. I did it. Neither could I. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> but it's like, that's the thing. is It's like, this is clearly a woman that's learning to believe in herself. I just... I like I love the lens through which you see Lana. I I I wish to move to your world. This sounds yeah. lovely. Um I I just I really I just can't get there on it. Like I I loved the Lana that came out in the beginning. Like I loved the super powerful yeah. manager Lana and I didn't really see her as a valet. I saw her as the person in charge. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like she was Rusev a woman crush. in charge. Yeah, she was yeah. like literally commanded him yeah. and wouldn't he wouldn't break his hold until she told him. Yeah. Like she was in full control of herself and this man. Like I I loved it so much. The thing that I have not enjoyed is watching the development, which I just feel like has been a breakdown of her character. Like, right. They just didn't know what to do with that after a certain point. They're like, well, we need to do something else with him. So what do we do with her? We like having her around. She looks great. She's great on the mic. But then every other storyline they've pulled her into, she's been defined by her sexuality right. and by her value as a sexual object. And I just, it's broken my heart to see this incredibly powerful woman who owned her sexuality in the beginning and it was part of her to now that, to me, all she's defined as is not even, like, I don't even see what we're saying this because it's true, who she's fucking. Right. They're literally like, I'm fucking this guy now and now that's all that matters. And it's like, no, like, you can, this company, and I don't blame her. It's the right. storylining. It's yeah, the storylining. Yeah. Like, I think she is a great performer. She is an actress. We know she can act. We know yeah. she can perform. And I agree that I think she, she was not hired as someone who was hired to be a great wrestler. She wasn't yeah. a wrestler when they hired yeah, her. She she's done training yeah. and she's got to a point. She was not hired to be a great wrestler. She yeah. isn't a great wrestler. I think she also came in at a really unfortunate time for that to happen because she came in in the women's evolution and when yeah. Becky Lynch, everyone was performing. So it was really hard to put her on a main roster show and have her perform at the level that she did and expect people to run with it. That right. was not fair to her. But at the same time, she cared. You're right. She cared so much. We saw how much. And we don't know how much Total Divas is true or not, but there was a whole storyline on Total Divas where she was begging to get back in the ring, right. begging to train. She asked to go back to NXT so she could get better because yeah. she wants it so badly. She wants the respect so badly. And when I see the passion of someone like that and then I see the storylines they've put her in, where she just goes missing for a while and then she comes back out and now she's in this strange Bobby Lashley storyline. The Ziggler storyline was, to me, the same thing. It's like, oh, this is her value is just being on someone's arm. And it's not. Her value is so much more. I think that there is an ability to, and I guess that this is me maybe like, I don't know, giving given WWE too much credit. But, but I want um, you to. Like, but, I want yeah, someone but, to. But I, think, but I think that, like, there is a really, all of the pieces are in place for her to do an inversion on that. I think that, like, I think that if you look at, um, you know, in terms of, like, narrative arc and stuff like that, um, the Lashley stuff as, like, her character low point, this is when she's defining herself most by the person who she's fucking. I think that, like, there is an opportunity in, like, a month or two, 
you have, you know, like when the, when the Rusev-Lashley feud kind of hits an end, make a choice to be with neither of them and focus on herself. But then what does she do? Because she I can't think, wrestle. I think that... Um, I think that you just have her try to go for the title. And I like, don't. They're not going to put her back in the ring. I don't see it. I can't see them putting her back in the ring. But, She's just not good enough. Like yeah, but that's I, true. That's a fact. Like, but I feel like she could. I mean. Like, whether she wins the title or not, I think that, like, you know, she's not so bad in the ring that she couldn't have a match with Asuka where she loses. Oh, man. I don't know. I just think there's so many talented women in the That's fair. industry right now. It would really disappoint me to see someone at that talent level. Plus, like, I think she is talented. I'm not trying to shit on her. I think what she is good at, she is amazing at. That's been another problem with the current storyline for me. Do jump in, Hal. Sorry. I'm like, no, I'm no, just, I'm, I'm waiting. I, I'm like, I, I promise yeah, I will. I, just, I promise like, I will. I remember her promos when she started and the command yeah, that she had. Yeah. She led a man in a tank to the ring. Yeah, that was dope. And the eyes were on her. Yeah, you that know, was amazing. It's like that, she had so much power. And now, a couple of weeks ago, we see her coming out on the, on the ramp and struggling to get through a promo with Kevin Owens. Right. The basic, basic candy-eating pizza, basic. And it's like, what What are you trying to do? And I just feel like we've lost her. I feel like she's so lost. Right. And I don't know how we get it back. Like, to just take that character that led a tank to the ring and have her be a sexual MacGuffin in a cuckold storyline yeah. that is, at best, tired and at worst, misogynistic and racist all at the same time. Oh, I mean, I would 100% agree like, with that. Just Give me my Lana back. Give me, I want to see her. Just I'm just gonna only watch Total Divas and watch her throw shot put with Axel and I, like feel great. Look, I, I just to jump <laughs> in. I think they're both super talented. I loved them when they came in. I did love that. Yeah. What I perceived as her being the one with the power, and he was basically her beast, her yeah. kept beast, yeah, who yeah. followed her entirely. So here, here's a clip of that. Here's a clip from his Raw debut in 2014. He was taking on Zack Ryder. This is the first time we heard Lana speak for him. He did not speak during this time. People of America rise. So glow. You hear it now with like a glow glasses and you're like, aww. The Bulgarian brute, the super athlete, Alexander Rusev. Rusev Udria, Rusev Machka. I've been looking forward to this for a long time. So I think that they are... Uh, largely both of them a victim of WWE booking. As everybody right. is, they're either yeah. championed by... He, I mean, he was built in this time where they did all the Rus- Russian Federation stuff and the Putin stuff. You can't he was do bu- that now. They're building, yeah. building, building <laughs> him. It was real fun in the yeah. three yeah, like, days of 2015. Oof. Yeah, exactly. We thought Times it was fine. Times changing. But obviously they were built, they're building a monster to be fed to John Cena. Yeah. At some yeah. point, they're going to meet, they're going to fight. I think that program was almost entirely mishandled once they got there, like they they fumbled at the one yard line. But it's it's also just traditional territory booking of like you build up yes. the monster to feed him to the yeah. face. You know? Yes, but that built like it felt like by the time they they faced off, it was like, well, it's three weeks till WrestleMania. Here's the match, as yeah. opposed to 
built like building to making that loss mean something. Although the tank stuff was great. Yeah, the tank I stuff loved was dope. The tank stuff was a beautiful, beautiful moment. Like, and I, my feed cut out on the network and I literally like had a breakdown and it's very surprising oh, I get that, that my relationship exists because my boyfriend at the time was like, What the fuck is wrong with oh, you? Oh, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I mean I need it back. That's like one of the few professional wrestling entrances that I will go back every like couple of months and just watch and get goosebumps. Because it's amazing. Yeah. It was yeah, so perfectly real. It was yeah. like the zenith of that character. It was like yeah, exactly, uh, no, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. That's like a good way to describe it. And this is the this is the character that is most powerful. Yeah. And like yeah. yeah, and like Lana's holding the cards. Yeah, I mean, she was. That was the Lana when I was like, I want this Lana. When I saw this Lana originally in the direction I wanted it to go, I'm like, I want to see Lana go up against Heyman. Like, I yeah. want to see Lana yeah. and Heyman. This Lana versus Paul Heyman. Yeah. Let me have it. Like, this Rusev versus Brock Lesnar with, yes. like, Lana and Heyman on the mic would but, be But, like, with his incredible. shoes on, I do yeah. like him better with shoes. Yeah. I get very I anxious when say, wrestlers don't wear shoes. Like, when that tank thing happened, even though I thought it was awesome, I also had a sense of, I feel like we just saw the peak of this man's career. And yet, I, I mean, don't think we did. I don't think this was the... Pe- yes. Yeah. It I was think match-wise, it totally was. It was, it was a high-profile moment for him. Like, in terms of build to a match, I don't think he's quite had anything I, that quite reached this level. I think with very few exceptions, people tend to really get towards their peak when they're kind of discarded and they have to get themselves over. Right. Mm-hmm. Which he did. Also, Rusev Day me, baby. Yeah. When, yeah, Rusev Day is amazing. I always thought, like, they have to be together forever because the reason that he's not talking is probably because he's not as strong on the mic. And that's generally why you want someone to have a manager. Yeah. That is the one part. that's like He's a great in-ring performer, super charismatic, knows how to tell a story, sells properly for a guy his size based on who he's wrestling, which I love. But obviously, the one hole in his performing must be his ability to cut a promo, and she's so good at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're obviously... Because they're a real-life couple, I think that helps that they have a ton of chemistry together. They make sense as a couple on camera as well. But once he started speaking and you learn, like, oh, he's a great promo. He's sincere. He has levels to his performing, which you don't get from a lot of wrestlers. He's hilarious. He has great legs. He has great great legs. (laughs) He has a chest you could bury yourself in. That's right. (laughs) Speaking about wrestlers that could pick you off and make you feel like a safe little kitten. Look, we get it. He's handsome Rusev. Yeah, I'll agree. He's the TV champion. If you guys haven't seen the episode of Total Divas where he decides to mow the lawn in a Speedo, (laughs) like, I advise that you do so. Treat yourself over the holidays. Yeah, I would bet money that. Total Divas was what made people backstage realize that he was funny and he could talk. It right. breaks my like heart that they got happen. cut because Lana was so disliked on the show. She was written as a villain. I don't think right. she realized she was written as a villain. Yeah. But Rusev was the greatest thing that's ever happened to Total Divas. Yeah. And I've seen every episode. He just right. seemed like so like lovably naive about everything that the show was actually like a dad. about. Like, he was yeah, just he's like, like a, a dad. dad. Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. He's a dad so and a great. daddy at the same time. He is a daddy. Which is which is very, uh, which is quite a feat. He's a daddy. But I think that put them in space. And Lana wanted to be a wrestler. I agree with both of you. I think she could be a good wrestler. I don't think she's had the time, and they kind of threw her in. Yeah, she never. She had wants a training to go. Period. She wants to go and she train. She asked to go to NXT. And she they, asked for them to make her better, but it was not their plan for her. Because she's not. She's too valuable to them on camera. Yeah. Even if they're not using her, like, we're not going to send her for that because we know what 
we know how we want to use her. Like when she so we'll came out in the multi this is really Vince. I don't know why I say we. Yeah. Uh, at Mania it was, it in was Texas. Me. I did it. Oh, it was you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was really you. But when she came out, I just like Cuck storyline. Cliff the cough. I can't anyway, believe this. Sorry about that. Sorry oh, about I hate that. the Cuck storyline. No. Um, no, when she came out in that women's tag match at WrestleMania in Texas, mm-hmm. and she was in that group, and like she was in Bree's team. I think it was she in Bree's team. Was she in the? I can't remember. But, like she was. I feel like it was like Charlotte. Yeah, like, it was yeah. the big like Bree's farewell match, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That was the not even on the main event, but it was on the kickoff yeah. panel. She was so happy. You could tell how happy she was when she came out in her gear. And she was like, look at me in my wrestling gear. I'm going to wrestle. Oh, my God. Um, everyone in the, like, everyone that was there, it was a quarter full because kickoff. Yeah. Um, when she got in the ring, everyone went fucking nuts. And yeah. it was great. And she executed her move perfectly. She did a great moment in the ring, which she was ready for. Above and beyond that, she hasn't been ready because she hasn't been allowed to be ready. But right. also, it's like, again, it's, it's a double-edged sword because it's not what they hired her for. And then for her to say, oh, I want to try the ring now, maybe they were like, yeah, let's try you out. And then it didn't work. And then you end up in a really difficult situation that's no one's fault because it's not her, It's not what she does. Right. But but during that split, she's still super over when she gets in the ring. Yeah. Yeah. So there, there's something there that, well, that's not being the, taken advantage of. When she gets of. in the ring. In a perfect world. she's in the ring, yeah. less so. But I love that idea that, like, they should, like, it's available. Why not... Why not believe that they could? It's a better way to be. Like, you yeah. tell yeah. me all the time. When it's no, all the time to be positive. Yeah, but I have several years of evidence here that she's so not wrestle. I. So I mean, she's <laughs> like, not. I'm going to my own wrist. I'm holding my hand at a very weird angle right now. I think that they really could have, like, a Kofi Mania, Yes Movement level, like, hot baby face on their hands if they, like, took her off TV for six months and had Mako Sinomura really train her how yeah. to wrestle. Yeah. And then bring her back with just, like, the. Just, like, the a valet stepping out of the shadow of men, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, I would have loved to seen it. I, yeah, I just yeah. don't, I, and honestly, like, we'll never know, I guess, but yeah. I don't know if that skill was ever in her to do that thing. Yeah. And it's tough when you hire someone to do one thing because they're incredible at it. Yeah. And then that you want to do another thing. You know, not everyone can do all of the things. That's fair. Um, but still, maybe one day, who knows? Speaking of days, I just oh, made yeah. a very <laughs> weird internal noise. We'd be remiss. We can't discuss Rusev uh, without the run he put together while Lana was doing her singles run, uh, where he paired with Aiden English, who instituted a new holiday. Here's a clip. I also proclaim today, September the 26th, Rusev Day. Boy, Rusev won a lot of awards during this time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, all handmade by Vladimir Putin. struck, hitting Randy like a truck. It's Rusev Day. It's Rusev Day. And with Randy's nine-second fail, Rusev became the alpha male. It's Rusev Day. It's Rusev Day. He's not as good at singing theme tunes as you are, Hal. Thank you. Thank you. They were both kind of uh, like out there, Rusev and Aiden English. They didn't really have much to do. Uh, so I think Simon had been released shortly mm-hmm. before. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, they got themselves over. With what little time they had, like, they got so themselves over. over. So like, to the point where they put him in a championship match against AJ Styles. Yeah, right. And I, I know the, it's it's tough as fans. And it, Ju- Julian writes these. 
Sorry, Julian, I'm not meaning to put you in butt. But you write these with like, where I'm asking a question, but really I'm stating what you think. Julian likes Which is no, that no, no, for you, this no, 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 is genuinely, I <laughs> no, didn't, I get it, no, I've I heard like the, usually it's like the complaint of what the general consensus is that came off afterwards. It's not just what I was thinking. But you feel like this was a squander. The, the, no, the, the I don't The feeling actually. was this, that he was squandered because it didn't go anywhere yes, after this match. the general feeling is like, why, what was WWE thinking this thing got so hot? Yeah. Why wasn't, why didn't you strap the rocket chip on him and go? It's, I it's, was at Mania when he did not win yeah. on Rusev Day and the uh, feeling in New Orleans was like, what the fuck but, just happened? But yeah. He was added to that match. Even he, the way that he was added to that match was such a, he's so over and he's not on the card. We got to put him in yeah. this US title match like, or the fans will be very mad. And but yeah, like, Rusev why didn't he Day. win? Yeah, it's, it's Rusev, Rusev Day. Day. Yeah. He should win on Rusev yeah. Day. So, I mean, that, that would have been something from that mania that made people happy. Like, right, right, come right. on. It was such an easy <laughs> opportunity. Uh, it was New Orleans, so it was 33? 33? It wasn't 30. Look, the audience was happy 24? about the pit bull performance that probably happened at that I media. went to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, um, I loved yeah. the performance of Give Me a Green Light. <laughs> it's a great tune. Uno, dos, tres, Just wrestling. Don't, go, don't start singing Welcome to My House because that's the end of your day. Right, right, right. <laughs> like Any other individual singular thought you thought you were going to have, yeah. it's gone. Right, right, right. Now, I can, now it's in my head. Thanks. It is. Now I know, it's in right? My head. I've done Open that up too. the champagne. Pop. Uh, when the when the flight was uh, flying in, flight was flying in. When we were landing, the plane was landing in Dallas. They started playing it on the plane uh, on yikes. the American Airlines flight. Like they were like, "Lol," and everyone on the plane was like, "No!" But also, it begins. It was so great. Uh, it was so great. Yeah. I, wait a second. My house isn't in an airport. I know. That would have been my thought. <laughs> yeah. This isn't my house. I don't live yeah, in an airport. I'm not a professional wrestler. I do not live in the departures yeah. lounge. I guess that like the perspective of this is, "Welcome to my house." It's the airplane. The airport is their house. Yeah. So it's like the airplane is telling you, welcome to my Aww. house. Yeah. It lives at the I airport. Love the airport. It's, right. it's like the terminal. It can never leave. Yeah, it has yeah, to yeah. collect carts. Yeah, now it's like, a really yeah, sad song. Yeah, the airplane yeah. is like, welcome to my house. The I airport. Live here. I, you may all go home to your home. Tears, tears, <laughs> tears. Yeah, yeah, tears, tears, tears. Oh, God, this airplane's leaking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I'm, but yeah, like I think that Rusev Day. I, I mean, I'll say it. That's a very squandered opportunity. Like, sure. I think it's tough because like the way that the WWE does their booking is like, it's a very like protagonist based in terms of storyline. They pick one person where it's like this person is the main character of this show. So like right now, you know, uh, Roman Reigns is the main character. SmackDown. Mm -hmm. Uh, I forget who's the product. I mean, like, I don't know, probably Seth Rollins probably or whatever. Seth Rollins. Yeah, yeah. Seth Rollins. And it's like, if anybody gets over that's not one of those two people, they're always like, uh oh, that's not yeah, the main curious. character of this story. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, like, I think that that's, that's one of the reasons that I'm excited about AEW is I feel like AEW, like, if somebody gets over, they let them, like, QT Marshall got super over, like, you know, yeah. a couple days ago yep. on the, uh, the Dynamite tag match with Cody. And, like, you know QT Marshall's going to, like, be on TV more because, like, yeah. he killed it and the audience loves him. I mean, people joke about AEW being a t-shirt company, but if you can't be led by your t-shirt sales, yeah. Rusev Day, I mean, if you're yeah, moving people one... to spend money, if yeah. you have something that moves people to put their hand in their pocket and put their money on your table, you give them more of that thing, right? Like, well, that's, yeah. a, that's a really basic concept that's not hard to grasp like, and i own a rusev day t-shirt yeah like so come on i don't own, like i don't own a lot of merch but my roommate and i have a rusev day calendar yes we have that the calendar is, also. that is still hanging up in our living room the calendar even was though so joyous because yeah. every day was rusev day. yeah it's just like i don't know like i was bummed when they didn't bring it out again like make people i don't know like rusev day makes me happy do more yeah. things that make me happy i wish yeah. everyone a very merry impeachment day on rusev day a couple yeah, of days yeah. ago and it went down very well <laughs> right. that's a nice cross cross 
Passover. Right, right. right. Look, every day is Rusev Day. Yeah. <laughs> My birthday is also Rusev Day. <laughs> it's a good day. It's yeah. exciting that Christmas Day falls on Rusev Day this I mean, look, yeah, who, what goodness. are the odds? What are the odds? Right? Who knew? It's fantastic. And New Year's Day as well. It's still great. It's never not it's a still great works. joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give st- me Rusev Day till I die. Does it... <laughs> We're, Which we're all, we're all, we're all gonna Day. die on Rusev Day. We're all gonna. That's oh man, just like preach. You're born on Rusev Day. You die, you die on Rusev Day. <laughs> that's just how it goes. Oh, it's like three Solomon things in Grundy life, you know. Born on a Rusev Day. <laughs> yeah, that's Death, right. Taxes and Rusev Day. Yeah, that's yeah, the only things yeah. we can rely on, you I'm guys. Rusev Day born and Rusev Day bred. And one day when I go, I'll be Rusev Day dead. <laughs> I'm curious. Oh, no, that's a dope t-shirt. <laughs> See, that's a new, I'm right. WWE, just, just give me like 10 cents per t-shirt. That's like, all I'm asking. Like that's his, that's his, 50%. that's his, that's his real feud with The Undertaker and not Saudi squash match shirt. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that like I would buy. I, I'm curious, uh, what, what you think, so six months their deal is up. Yeah. Two, two paths here. One is they re-sign on the idea that that a lot of the potential that you've been talking about can come to fruition. The other is they they do not resign and they wind up somewhere most logically AEW. Which would you prefer for them? I mean, look, as a fan of Cuck storylines, WWE. Yeah, <laughs> sure. no. Who else is she going to fuck on this roster already? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, no, I mean, I think that there's so many guys in the WWE roster that it's like, I want to see what they do with like the restrictor played off. Mm-hmm. So I think that Rusev would, I mean, I don't know. I think that he's a guy that like would tear it up and like him versus Ishii and NJPW yes. would be amazing. Uh. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think that he's one of the guys that like you give kind of an Ambrose or a Jericho deal mm-hmm. where you, you know, you sign him to AEW, but you also like, I don't know, let him do Bola. I would let him like, go play for a year. Yeah, like yeah, let him do Bola. Let him get it out of the system. Let him show up to everything. Let him right. be everywhere. Make him hot as fuck across right. everything. And then bring him in. And then like, Put a you title know, on him. And then if Lana, like if she, you know, if she would like to, you know, become, like if she would like to, like, you know, I, I guess like just get more like wrestling training under her belt. Like, I don't know, like Lana and stardom or something like that would be like, let Lana, let Lana, let, let Lana do the same thing. Let yeah. her kind of, you know, go around the world and just like, you know, become a kick-ass wrestler they can do aew for three years and then like when they're undeniable there maybe they go back to wwe and they do kind of like the angle that i was talking about earlier where it's like lana is like i'm an amazing wrestler and now i'm like my own woman um you know i think that there's i would i would like to see them kind of like explore the world a little more Mm -hmm. in terms of like what they can do because like i said Rusev's an incredible wrestler. Lana's a great character who I think could be a good wrestler. Yeah. Um, and I want to see what they do in the AEWs, the NJPWs, the PWGs, uh, the NWA powers. You know, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I just want to see her released from being the object that they've turned yeah. her into. Yeah. Like, let's see what she could be. I mean, we know what she was. That was fucking great. Right. Let's see what she could be. Could be even better. Well, yeah. If she were to resign, I'd love to see her in the women's division. Even if it's as a manager, because there aren't really managers in the women's yeah, division yeah. per se. I would be very And happy. she could help a lot of people there who are not the strongest talkers. Have her bring someone off NXT. Give her fresh blood yeah. again. Like, Dana Brooke. Make her feel fresh. Put her with Dana Brooke. I would, I would put her with someone completely new. I wouldn't even yeah. try and have her revitalize someone. I would just have her like be fresh. It freshens her to give her a, a, a completely new person. I mean, and we know we can, she can do it. We've seen her do it. I feel like they're not going to do it because Mako Satomura doesn't, like, she's happy being a trainer, but, like, mm-hmm. Lana with, like, Lana as Mako Satomura's mouthpiece, like, just give me more Mako Satomura in the ring. Yeah, I mean, just And also, just, just like, 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 however if, if, like, I can get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, like, Lana being a part of that pairing would be money, like, that'd yeah. be great. Yeah. 
Man, also just bring back the skirt suits. They were so great. Yeah. So good. Those were good. Smartly dressed woman. It was just the, the ownership of her own power in those suits. That's what oh, they yeah. represented. It was like, yes, I am. We talked about this a lot at the time on the podcast, but it's like she was sexy, but she was she owned it. Yeah. And her standing on the it. ramp as uh, as Rusev was coming up behind her on a tank was like, this is the most powerful woman in the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She literally is commanding a man on a tank. Yeah. If she tells that tank to stop, it will stop. Yeah. Like, ugh. Yeah. Give me that. Bring back tanks. Yeah, bring, bring back, back tanks. tanks. Hashtag bring back tanks. Yeah, Another yeah. t-shirt. <laughs> Just, that's how you fix Drake Maverick. Give him a tank gimmick. Yeah. Listen, oh, how good would that be? dope. <laughs> if you have thoughts about Drake Maverick, Rusev, Lana, or tanks, let us know about them at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Where are those things? They're in the show notes. I told you before. Are you just starting now? Here at this point? Rewind. <laughs> anyway, that does it for this episode of Tights and Fights. This week, your hosts were Lindsay Kelk and Joey Clift, along with me, Hal Loveland. Joey, thank you for joining us. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me. This was super fun. Um, wait, actually, a couple of my favorite things in wrestling I forgot to mention up top, but I want to mention. Uh, so the uh, NXT Trios team, Gallus. Uh, they're one of my favorite things in wrestling right now because their taunt is a three-way handshake. <laughs> it's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And I, every time they do it, picture the moment where they figured out, like, okay, so we're going to partner up, the Coffee Brothers and Wolfgang, but we need a cool taunt. And they went to handshake to make the deal official, but a third guy came in. It's just like, wait a second. <laughs> like, I really wanted them to be a Survivor Series team. That way they get ready to do the three-way handshake, and then two more guys step in. <laughs> And they do a five-way handshake. Yeah. And then uh, I also got to give a shout-out, like, uh, Nyla Rose, the native beast in AEW. She's damn sweet. She's a great wrestler. Uh, she's uh, doing kick-ass stuff. So there's there's a lot of good wrestling out. Check it out. I don't know. That's my deal. Follow me on Twitter at Joey Tainment. Yeah. Look, you're doing book. kick-ass stuff. Read, Read the my book. book. Yeah. What, anything else? Anything upcoming in the, in January? Anything we should be on the lookout for? Um, anything we should be on the lookout for? Um, Wrestle Kingdom, guys. You should be on the lookout for yes. Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, Wrestle my Kingdom. goodness. Yeah. It's um, in only a week. Fools. It's a week away. Yeah. <gasps> um, Wrestle King. And it's on Rusev Day this year. It's on Two Rusev, Rusev Day. Days. Oh, it's, it's, oh, both of them are Rusev Day. What are the odds? Um, Three yeah. Rusev Days but, if you're going to include New Year's. That's just going to be amazing, you guys. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm not promoting a ton right now, so just, I don't know. Follow me on Twitter at JoeyTainment. Follow me on Instagram at Joey Clift with, like, five eyes. The reason it's got five eyes is that a 12-year-old took regular Joey <laughs> and you were like, and just in case there are four more children like this, yeah, I'm taking yeah, the I gotta, I gotta go a couple eyes. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Will you come back? Yeah. <laughs> now you have to. Great. Lindsay, what would you like to promote? I would like to promote myself. Uh, I'm American now. Yes. Um, Congrats. Thank you. Congratulations. Uh, <laughs> on Rusev and I'm, Day. And I'm sorry. Yes, yeah. my, uh, my <laughs> citizenship day was on Rusev Day. Yay. It was nice. Did you get a tiny American flag? Uh, yes, and I kept it. Yay. Felt good about it. Um, but I still haven't taken my citizenship thing down to the social security. I really must. I don't know if they know I exist. Uh, so I filled in look- the form. I have a certificate. So it's listening fine. to this, if you're a part of the Social Security Administration. <laughs> yes, please let me like know whether or not this is <laughs> yeah. an issue. Yeah, please tweet at us. Because you gave me a passport. Yeah. So yeah. Check the show notes to see how to yeah, verify. You guys gave me a passport. It's on you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I could come and go as I please. Um, put So I'm putting over the passport agency that got that done real quick. And also, yeah, check me out. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Lindsay Kelk. And please buy my books because I like to eat food and put a roof over my yeah, head. Buy your That's books. the best way. Yeah, please buy do. Buy the books. They're funny. I hear they're great. You can find me on social media <laughs> at Hell Lublin. That's who I am. I have other That's podcasts. You. I have We Got This with Mark and Hal. I have Good Morning Night Vale. And hey, if you're in the Bay Area, January 17th and 18th, 
You can come to the Speakeasy during Sketchfest and see the reunited Thrilling Adventure Hour. Yay. We are taking over the Speakeasy. Yay. What is happening there? Your guess is as good as mine. I don't know yet. I don't know yet. We're far away, but we are all going to be there as far as I know, including Mark Agliardi, who I thought was going to be uh, working in television in Canada. But he will be there. Thank goodness. Yay. Maybe I'll kidnap him and Does make him a record a bunch of episodes. Too? We should talk about it. You know that. what? We don't know. I don't want to get him in trouble with uh, with all the traveling authorities out there. You can also, uh, look, It's we're beyond Christmas and Boxing Day. But, Rusev day, it's, but, but it is, Rusev, it is Rusev, day. Rusev Day. Give a Rusev Day gift of a cameo message from me that I will record <laughs> just barely before it's due because that's who I am. But it, I will be I do mine very fun. promptly. You're I do very mine pro- very promptly. I did that people. at first and then I was like, oh yeah, I got this. I have to do it. And then I don't do it. So yeah, I want to say I'm not on cameo, but if you want a personalized message for me, just tweet at me, tell me what you want to say, and I'll probably do it. <laughs> at Joey Tainment. Tweet at me if you want a free video from me. <laughs> a free video from Joey Tainment. Do it. Our producer is Christmas Prince the Second, Julian Burrell. Have you watched A Christmas Prince? No, we're going to watch it when we're on. I'm, I'm on vacation in two weeks, so that's when I'm okay. in Maryland. Oh. Watch it. Does Julian have a cool wrestling nickname? Julian has all the cool wrestling yeah. nicknames because he's super, super I just super write ripped. them down to myself and yeah. just like, I don't, don't ever don't read them on air. <laughs> Julian can bench like a thousand times. He benches so okay. much weight. Julian, the world's strongest podcast producer, bro. There it is. <laughs> yeah, there the we go. The world's strongest Stan. Yeah. The world's strongest Julianne. <laughs> I like that. Burrell. I'm sorry, everybody. Senior <laughs> producer of Maximum Fun is Laura Swisher. Mike Eagle is the voice behind our theme music, so we're putting him over for that. Get well soon, Mike. You're not sick. I just would like to see you. I hope you're well. I don't know. Keep up with us all week long at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Links to all those in our... Yeah, that's right. Show notes. Yeah, that's we all said I was it. supposed to say it. Show you notes. can say it. Do you want to say in it? our show notes. That's right. Show notes, people. Hashtag show notes. New t-shirt. If you love what we do, remember to hit those five stars on Apple Podcasts and share us with all your friends. And thank you, especially during this holiday season, those hallowed of seasons. To all the Maximum Fund members who have a portion of their recurring monthly contribution, keep the lights on while we're here. Hey, you know what? We appreciate you. And I'm saying that very quietly. <laughs> so you know it's true. This just became an ASMR podcast. We do on occasion like to become an ASMR podcast. Anyway, we'll be back next week for even more. You guessed it. Wrestling. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.